welcome back to another episode. My name is Greenlee Clark and you're listening to Life with Green. Okay, so as you guys probably remember from the last episode, if you listened, I have a new setup, new microphone, new location here at my college and I love the sound of it. I think it sounds so much better. And I didn't ask for your guys' opinions on my Instagram page, but I will have to do that sometime soon. I can tell the difference. (laughs) And that's what I've loved about Life with Green is looking back on where I started from in my bedroom and now listening to it. It just, it sounds so much better. And hopefully you guys can see the growth, see the difference. I love doing this and I do want to make a career of it one day. But I also do this show to help with my career. I'm never going to admit that this is perfect. I'm never going to say, yes, this is spot on because I think there's always room for improvement and for growth. I recently just talked to a broadcaster that works for the Phoenix Suns and he was telling me that he looks back at work he did five years ago and he's like, man, I should have done this better. And he looks back at stuff 10 years ago and is like, oh, I should have done this. He's been in the business for 20 plus years and I think that's what's kind of cool about broadcasting and putting yourself out there and being vulnerable is you're going to be happy in the moment but when you look back you're going to (laughs) criticize. So as much as I love criticizing my old episodes I am really excited for this new setup. I'm excited for what I have to come for Life with Green and hopefully you are too. Before we get on with the episode I just want to say I have merch that is coming out. When this episode drops, this will be April 30th, and my merch comes out May 1st. So, if you haven't already, make sure to go follow my Instagram page at LWG Podcast. That's where all the pictures and images of my merch are at, and all the content that is related to it. I'm really excited for this merch, and I hope you are too. I will be dropping a link in my Instagram bio on where you can find it. So like I said, make sure you go check that out so you are prepared for when it launches. So moving away from the merchandise talk and the new setup, because I know that's not related to my episode at all today, I want to talk about my first year here at college. Where do I even start? I don't really know (laughs) because I know that I have talked about my college experiences in episodes that I've done in this last year. You know, I have a college part two where I talked about my experience compared to the experience I thought I would have in high school. And in my episode where I talked about courage and even the last episode, academic validation, I talked about my experiences here at college. It's so hard though when you're in the moment and you want to talk about something, but you're like, I can't. (laughs) I know that probably doesn't make sense to some people, but what I mean by that is, for example, when I was in high school, do you know how easy it would have been to sit in front of a microphone and talk about something that happened during that week and just blast it online? Yeah, not not what I want to do at all with Life with Green, but I do want in this episode to talk about things from my college experience that I don't think I've really covered and maybe something that, you know, not everyone would know that happens or maybe my experiences are different compared to your college experiences. College is so much more different than high school but it's also similar in certain ways and so I just want to talk about that because 
the person I was a year ago, I'm so much more different now. But there are things that did happen in high school that I feel like are still happening now. And, you know, that's probably just with my age and not even being a whole year in, since I graduated. But I want to talk about how I've changed and how this year has impacted my life in more than just what I've shown online and through these last episodes. So when I first went to college, I thought, you know, my roommates were going to be my best friends. And don't get me wrong, I get along with all of my roommates, but do not head into college thinking that way. (laughs) I had people tell me that too. They were like, girl, like don't expect to just go there and become best friends with your roommates immediately because that's not how it works. GCU does it a certain way where you get to, it's like a dating app. I think I've talked about this before. You talk to people, you message people, you exchange Instagram, Snapchats, whatever, and you just are, at least for me, because I'm a girl, I was talking to a bunch of girls trying to figure out who I wanted to be my roommate. I ended up finding my roommate and we clicked, we decided to room together, that was that. We talked all throughout summer and we got to GCU, met her in person, met my sweet mates in person, and it was great. One thing that I never thought about, though, was that when you live with three other people who you just basically met, you guys are all coming from different households. You all do things differently. My roommate situation ended up being where I was the oldest, my sweetmates were the middle child and the only child, and then my roommate was the youngest child. And so we had a variety of different lifestyles you know, it showed. <laughs> it showed a lot, and I think they would agree with me on that part. There, it, it was very interesting, too. You don't realize what people refrigerate and what they don't, and, you know, what cleaners people use on what and brands, or even just, like, how people go about their everyday lives. That's probably one of the biggest takeaways from this year, that I got from living with three girls that I had just met is that you can expect everything to just magically work, especially girls. (laughs) You're going to have to build connections and you're going to have to understand them as a person. And I don't know what it's like to be the middle child, the youngest child, the only child, but when you put yourself in their shoes and the life that they've grown up and have been used to their whole lives it helps you understand this living situation a little bit better. So that was, you know, my little roommate section there. I don't really have much else to say about that. I'm sure if something else comes up, I'll talk about it. But the reason why I bring up my roommates in the beginning of this episode is because even though I had them and even though they were sweet and talked to me in the beginning of the year, I still felt alone. All three of them had someone from back home here at GCU. They had a childhood friend or high school buddies or just someone that they knew from school. I didn't. I had no one. I will say that my generation is very lucky. We have technology. We have ways to communicate with people. So I could have just sat in my dorm room and FaceTimed, you know, people from back home all the time. But that would have been really sad (laughs) and probably would have made me feel even more alone. I hung out with my roommates and I got to know the people that they knew from high school. And I was just talking to my mom about this. 
I've never said it out loud, but I get so upset when people have someone from back home. And it's not because, like, it's a bad thing. It's literally just from jealousy. I so badly, in the beginning of the year, wanted someone from home with me. Because watching my roommates, you know, if they were like, hmm, I'm bored or hmm, I'm not really enjoying, like, hanging out with you guys. I'm going to go see my friend from back home. They could just leave. But I didn't have that. All I had was my dorm room and whatever was on campus and my phone. It was so different compared to the life that I was used to. I am so grateful for my roommates and their hometown buddies. They are all still my friends, but at some point, I sat there in that first week of school and I said to myself, you can't do this. You can't expect people to just walk up to you. You can't expect it all to just like fall into place. You have to put yourself out there and you have to go make friends even if it's uncomfortable, even if you think they're going to reject you, you have to do it. So I think I've talked about this in my last college episode that I did, but I went to the recording studio because I was like, you know, I'm going to do something for myself. And I set up my whole life with green process at the time. I got back, got in the elevator and there was a girl in there and she was just on her phone. And I was like, hi, I'm Greenlee. Like, what's your name? We talked about our name, our majors, where we're from, and I was like, this might come off a little bit weird, but if you're not doing anything right now, can I please come back with you to your dorm and we can just hang out? Because I really need friends. And when I heard myself say this, I was just like, there's no way this girl's going to want to be my friend. Like, that is so awkward. And I I don't know. I, I thought that she might think that it was weird. But she just looked at me and she was like, I really need friends. I don't have anyone here. Like, it's literally just me. Yes, you can come hang out with me. Come meet my roommate. And I was like, what? Like, okay. And in my head, I'm thinking it's either I'm going to get along with this girl or, you know, we'll never talk again and this will just be a very weird encounter. So I went with her, met her roommate. I eventually met her other two roommates and boom, I made friends. (laughs) It is a very weird story. I was very vulnerable, very desperate for a friend, but it worked out. And I think doing that, I now have made other friends all over campus. You know, you stand in line and you wait for food. You you get in random elevators. You sit next to random people in class. And once you step out of your comfort zone and introduce yourself to someone for the first time, the second time is easier. And the third time is even easier. It becomes a part of your zone. And I am so much more comfortable now talking to anyone on campus than I was at the beginning of the year. Like I've said, I think I'm a pretty outgoing... Like I've said, I think I'm a pretty outgoing person. But at the beginning of the year, it was like I had to reset my whole entire personality. I had to reassure myself that I was okay that I could do what I had always done back in my small hometown. So I made friends, and if you know me, you know I don't think anyone likes me half the time, even though there's really no reason for me to think that. I just make up scenarios in my head, or I read body language wrong sometimes. I just think, like, man, this person I think has a problem with me, or does this person even really like me? And so these friends I made, I was constantly hesitant with them. 
I was like, do these people actually like me or are they just being nice to me because I'm alone? Like, do they think I'm just like some weird, like sad, lonely, small town girl? Like, you know, that wasn't the case. (laughs) They actually really loved me and we're still friends, but my confidence was so low. And part of me is disappointed in myself. And the other part of me just wants to go back in time and give myself a hug because like I said, I was so used to my small hometown and just knowing everyone and having a connection with everyone. Even people back home that didn't even like me, that I didn't even like back, I still had a connection with them. I could still talk to them and be nice to them. But when it came to college, it was just so much harder. My confidence now, I think, is better than it ever has been. But I'll get to that on why I think that. (laughs) I also realized at the beginning of this year was that I had horrible balance. I was constantly worried about my new friends or what they were doing and I never took time for myself. If it came down to, you know, sitting down and journaling and just getting out some emotions that I had built up or going to check on my friend who had a bad day, I was checking on that friend. Even though I didn't need to, they they had other friends around them, they had other people to support them, but I wanted to be there. And so, by the middle-end-ish time of last semester, I was emotionally drained. I ended up having a panic attack, I had all these emotions built up, I was constantly crying, and a lot of people, you know, would probably look at this situation and be like, oh, you were just homesick, you were miserable, you didn't like GCU, which was never the case. Even on the days where I felt the loneliest, I was still happy at GCU. This school is perfect for me, and I think everyone should feel that way about their school, even when they're at their lowest. I love GCU. I think it was the perfect match when it came to the degree that I wanted to, or the degrees that I want to pursue. So, When I look back on this, I don't think I was miserable because of the school. I think I wasn't prioritizing what I needed emotionally and mentally. And I think that's also okay. I I didn't have an answer key to how this year was supposed to go. I didn't know what was right and what was wrong. I didn't know what I needed to prioritize and not prioritize because that's that's what you do your freshman year. You're learning. You're figuring out who you want to be in this new environment and you're figuring out who you want to surround yourself with. So I had horrible balance and I still passed all my classes. I still did a great job. I did have some crappy professors, but who doesn't? (laughs) If I could go back in time and tell myself something, it would be take time for yourself. You know, a lot of people, when it came to me going out of state for college, the main concern that people had was my boyfriend. Not, oh, are you, like, scared to go to a new town? How do you feel about school? Are you nervous to pursue your career? No. The question was always, well, what about your boyfriend? You're not going to stay back for your boyfriend? When are you going to marry him? When are you going to do this? Guess what? I'm my own person. (laughs) I love rowdy if you guys didn't know 
that's his name i love him but i am my own person and he is his own person which i've talked about this before but why not talk about it again my take on relationships when it comes to college whether you go to the same college you're not that far away from each other mid-distance long distance college is a time in your life where you're figuring out who you are and if I had stayed home for my boyfriend or if he had followed me here and I had constantly just revolved my life around him I wouldn't have been focusing on myself People can call me selfish. People can call me a horrible girlfriend. People can assume whatever they want. But I have no problem in saying that this last year has been about me. It's been about me focusing on myself. And I am very fortunate enough to have a boyfriend who has been supportive. When you're in a relationship in college, you have to also have balance. It is definitely hard. It's not easy. But... Like I said, you have to take the time to focus on yourself and maybe that's not for everyone. That's just my take on it. And if you guys want to hear more about that, I can always, you know, talk more about that. But I thought it was relevant for this episode. (laughs) I love Rowdy and I, like I said, I'm so grateful for him. I think this year of distance was really hard, but it also was so good for us and I don't think the relationship would be as healthy if it hadn't happened. So anyways, getting back on track. (laughs) I had very little knowledge about college, about my college specifically. I never checked up when events were happening. I didn't know that all like the people on campus make their friends in like the first week. We have like this thing called welcome week. And I was kind of a hermit. Like, if it came down to going to an event or sitting in my dorm with my roommates, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to sit in my dorm. Which, I really regret doing that. Yes, I had good times with them, but I think I would have met so many more people and thrived more if I had gone out of my way to be more social. I was so timid. Ugh, I was so timid, and I hate that. I know some people are okay with, you know being quiet staying in the shadows not putting themselves out there but for me I wish I hadn't done that I wish I had gone out and met more people I like it when I'm on campus and I'm just walking to class and someone you know rides their longboard or scooter or walks by and says hey Greenlee hey how are you doing it's such a good feeling I love having connections with people I love having friends and even if they're not like my best friends if they're more acquaintances that's still fine. I think I am the type of person who thrives more when I have a bigger community. That's my personal take on it. I'm sure some college kids are listening to this and they're like, yeah, I'm good with my two friends, (laughs) which is totally fine. At the beginning of the semester or the year, I thought that my first friends were the only friends. I didn't think that it was okay to talk to more people, to branch out, to, mm, what's the word? Insert myself in another friend group. Because that's the thing that I did not expect from college is that there are still cliques, which is, it's silly. 
It really is. But there are still groups of friends at college and I would say it's a bit easier to insert yourself in one rather than high school, but it also just depends on the people. (laughs) I thought though that the friends that I made at the beginning of the year were the only friends that I should have or the only friends that I would ever have and I felt stuck. I love my friends, I'm grateful for them, but like I said, I wanted to meet more people, I wanted to know more people. So moving on from semester one, because I feel like you guys have heard a lot about that and I'm kind of just repeating myself now, I want to go on to semester two because that is the last little bit of this year. It's been the last four months of my life and I think it has been the most impactful on my life. When I started the semester, I said, new year, new me. You know, I know you guys know this. I love journaling. I think it's so fun. I think it's such a good way to just get your emotions out, but I know it's not for everyone. Whenever I start a new journal, I always say, this journal is about to be like a new part of my life. Like it's like a new era, a new chapter, which is like kind of cringy, I know, (laughs) but it's kind of how I think. I finish a journal, like, all right, I'm getting a new one. And then this cover is going to be green just simple or this cover is going to be gray or this cover is going to have a plant on it or you know something like that when I finished semester one I told myself I am not doing that again ever end of a chapter I don't want a cliffhanger I want that thing to be done cut the story short (laughs) it's it's time for a, a fresh start so I showed up to campus and I talked to my best friends here and I was like, I, I need to change my priorities. I need to change the way that I've been doing things because I want to be 10 times happier at the end of this semester than I was at the end of the last. And that's what I did. You know, one of my friends, we said that we were going to make a bucket list, which we never actually did on paper. So that's something that I would suggest doing. But I'm not from Arizona. I haven't been many places when it came to just traveling in general and so this friend and I we talked and we were like we're gonna go here here and here we're gonna go on more hikes we're gonna do more things we're gonna do this and we did I still didn't see the Grand Canyon this year which I kind of feel bad about because I literally go to Grand Canyon University but (laughs) there's always next year I did though check out restaurants here I checked out little cafes and I went on hikes And it was so much fun. It felt so much more like the expectations I had for freshman year than the way semester one went. Before I go back to Grand Canyon University after the summer, I do plan on making a a bucket list on paper because I think it'll motivate me more. And also, I'm kind of one of those people where I'm like, oh, let's do this. But if it's not written down somewhere, or if I haven't, like, repeated it to myself multiple times, I forget about it. One thing that I found during semester two was that sticky notes and planners are your best friends. I know that some people buy planners and they, like, never write in it and it's just, like, a waste of 20 bucks and waste of paper. But for me, it really helped. I think it's good when you leave it in your backpack or you leave it out on your desk and you just can kind of like always see it 
it's also fun for me to just buy like different colored pens and assign certain colors to certain things I think it's just one of those like weird organization like traits that I have but the sticky notes way better than the planner if you aren't going to invest in a planner I highly suggest sticky notes it's so much easier to just write something down on a sticky note and stick it you know near your light switch or on your mirror or on the front of the book you're recently reading I always stick mine in like my notebooks randomly or I'll stick I was sticking it like above like my desk area it really helped and it kept me motivated because I was like okay if I do this I get to cross it I get to cross it off my list (laughs) which I know is like really silly and something kind of weird to get excited about but that's just how I am I don't know so if you need some tips on how to stay on top of things and feel motivated that's one of my suggestions I know it's not going to work for everyone some people just like to do things last minute which is fine but whenever I do stuff last minute the feeling on my heart is just so much worse so sticky notes getting ahead of things I love doing if you did listen to my academic validation episode then you do know I do like to procrastinate and so this little sticky note strategy has really helped but like I said doesn't work for everyone if you can find another way to change your procrastination ways do it (laughs) now the one thing that I will say when it comes to making more friends is you're not always going to be able to do everything you might have to sacrifice a certain time or event to do something else and if you have FOMO that sucks (laughs) I feel like I've always been pretty good about not getting too upset when I miss out on something but I also would be lying if I said that I never have gotten upset it sucks when your friends do something without you it sucks when you know you miss out on an event because you were doing something else or you forgot or I don't know you weren't invited I think one thing you have to accept when you go to college is missing out. Next year, I am going to be so busy. I have a student leadership job on campus. I have my podcast. I have my broadcasting club. I have my classes. I'm going to be busier. And one thing I've been trying to tell myself is I'm going to have to accept the fact that I'm not going to be able to always go do everything. I'm not always going to be able to go on Dutch runs or maybe if my friends are going on a hike, I may not be able to go and do that with them. And that's okay. Yes, we come to college for the memories and for the good times and to make lifelong friends, but we also come here for our careers. And when you do miss out on something, I think the best way to look at it is think, what is a positive from this situation? For example, my friends could go to dinner when I'm going to a class if I have like an evening class and it sucks I can be mad about it I could throw a fit I could make them feel bad about it or I could look at it and be like I really enjoyed what the professor talked about in this class today or man I'm glad I went because if I didn't I wouldn't have gotten that extra credit or maybe there's someone in that class that you end up start you start talking to them and they're like you want to go get dinner and it's like oh sure you just made another friend you just did something else with someone else it's okay to step out 
from your circle of friends that you do have and you know even if you're missing out with those circle of friends that you're used to to branch out and make other memories with other people I know that whole entire last section that I just said was kind of messy like I totally just put in like three different messages in there but (laughs) my main point is if you can be accepting of the fact that you're not going to be able to be a part of everything it'll be so much easier when you're in college I get you know the fear of missing out from things that I'm not even like a part of like there's this certain program club event on campus and whenever I see content on Instagram from them I'm like man I really want to do that but I can't like I, I, I there's no way for me to do that and it makes me like sad but what is it going to do for me if I sit there and get upset about it it's not really going to do anything except you know make me feel bad make me react maybe put me in a bad mood so like I said for the third time and the final time Accept that you're going to be busy, you're going to miss out on things, but there's always other opportunities for other memories. You know, I mentioned that I wanted a bigger community here and I wanted more friends, but I recently was just talking with a good friend of mine here and they had a valid point. You can know a lot of people on campus. You can make friends, you can talk to a bunch of people. And yes, when they see you, they will say hi, you know, maybe you'll chat for a little bit. Maybe you'll even go and get lunch or dinner with them. But you're always going to have friends and you're always going to have acquaintances. And you're going to maybe be overwhelmed with that, but also understand that it's okay. You don't have to be best friends with everyone. Not every friendship you make has to have this crazy big story or a bunch of memories fit into that relationship this friend that i have they have it seems like they have so many friends that they know basically everyone on campus and i've told them i'm like i'm so like jealous like how do you do that how do you know so many people like i feel like i'm so outgoing and i try so hard but you have so many friends like i wish i could be in that position and they're like well i mean yeah, I have my friends, but, you know, these people that have been saying hi to me, they're more like acquaintances. Like, I met them once or twice, and it may seem like I know them, but I couldn't even tell you, like, their favorite color. (laughs) So, if I could go back in time and look back at moments, you know, where I was sitting at a table and watching people interact, or if someone went by and said hello to someone else, I try and keep in mind now not everyone is best friends with everyone you see them with. Sometimes it's just a really small conversation with a classmate. Sometimes it is an acquaintance. Sometimes it's someone that they don't even know and they're just talking. Don't get sad. Don't get jealous. Don't get upset. And don't sit there and throw a pity party for yourself. Overall, I've learned that you have to put yourself out there. You have to be outgoing, even if you're not an outgoing person. You have to step it up and step outside of your comfort zone. Because college kids, man, we can be selfish. We can be 
so self-absorbed and in our own world and we can want certain things but we're scared and so if you can be that one person that makes the difference that puts themselves out there and tries to make friends people are going to look up to that and I know for me I'm proud of myself when I put myself out there you have to stand up for yourself too if I just sit here and I say man like this person is not putting enough effort in with me this sucks like they're a bad friend what am I doing to keep the friendship going not a one-way street okay it's a two-way street (laughs) you have to take responsibility for your actions and do something don't just sit around and be like people need to come to me I'm not putting in effort because if you do that you're gonna realize that you don't really have anyone and trust me not a good feeling (laughs) another thing is you're going to come across a lot of people, even if you don't want to. And, you know, I've met people where it's kind of obvious we're not going to be best friends, but you don't have to go out of your way to be aggressive to them, petty. I see people all the time that I'm not really good friends with, but I know them, and I still take the time out of my day to say hi. I still wave. It's just, it's, it's less awkward when you do it that way. If you know someone and you act like you don't know them, it just makes it even more awkward the next time you have an encounter with them. Trust me, I know. (laughs) A long, long time ago, not really, more like a year ago, I recorded this episode with a good friend of mine from back home and it never uploaded my episode crashed it's just it sits there and loads it still loads to this day and one thing that I wish you all could have heard on that episode that they said was when you see someone that you know it is 10 times better to just say hi even if you don't want to talk to them why look at them and why avoid them and make it more uncomfortable just be kind be a good person say hello go on with your day. The last thing that I want to say at the end of this episode that I'm really trying to keep in mind, and I hope you do too, is have patience. At the beginning of this year, I just wanted everything. Not even just the beginning of this year. Right now, I want everything. I want to be at the top of of the world. I want to be at the top of my career and have a name for myself and be the best broadcaster that I can be but you have to have patience don't force things don't rush your life enjoy where you're at right now enjoy your classes enjoy life make memories make friends it will all come sooner to you than you think so just enjoy the moment now sure that you guys have heard me ramble enough and hopefully that my rambling was pretty entertaining. I really enjoy talking about my first year here at college and if you guys ever have any questions please feel free to message me on Instagram. My Instagram for Life with Green is at LWG podcast 
I post quotes, Q&As, and all sorts of other content related to Life with Green, so go check it out if you haven't already. Make sure to give a follow for Life with Green on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and also to hit the bell to get notifications on when I upload a new episode. Thank you so much for an amazing first year here at GCU and for sticking with me throughout all of this. The growth that has happened since I started recording in my bedroom to now recording at GCU is truly amazing to look back on. And I'm so thankful for all of you and for even making this possible and supporting me. I hope you all have a wonderful week. For those that are now out of college, have a great summer. And to the graduates, enjoy life. Go get those careers you want. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week and I will talk to you all soon. Bye guys.